There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space. And- Little Twilight Zone action. Used to be my favorite show ever. I remember July 4th marathons. It was awesome. I loved it. Anyways, got a new segment here. We are A-B testing. We're going to throw out a ton of content on this quarantine break. We're going to see what hit hits and see what doesn't. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, just listen to our other stuff. It's not a big deal. But Jakey Boy is a big conspiracy guy. And I think a lot of people like conspiracies. I used to go down the rabbit hole quite a lot. And there's some interesting stuff here. Today we're going to talk about Operation Mockingbird, Project Mockingbird. I think it's a great one to talk about because it relates well to today. Um, You see a lot of news. You don't know what to believe. You just saw a lot with the coronavirus. You see good things. You see bad things. We get told the media is fake news um, from both sides. They got problems. Uh, the election in 2016 was a very eye-opening experience for people. And Mockingbird goes into this about the CIA infiltrating mass media and uh, spinning it how they want to spin it. But the reason why I think this is a good conspiracy to talk about is to get people to really watch what they consume or back things up with sources because you scroll that Facebook, you see a lot of interesting things. If you take it all for face value, it might be dangerous to you. So I think you need to really check out what you see and read. Jake, aren't you so excited we're doing this? You've been asking for it. Super excited. Super excited. I've been waiting to start this little conspiracy miniseries. So yeah, like you said, this is a good one. Relates to today's day and age pretty well. And uh, you said that it was the CIA's plan to infiltrate the media, which it was. It was done in the 1950s. And uh, what they did is they recruited American journalists, put them on the CIA payroll, and they instructed them to write fake stories um, and basically put out their agenda, propaganda. They put them into a propaganda network. And I think it's an important one now as well, uh, just because a fake news term has been so prevalent lately. Um, It seems since 2016, 2015 that you hear it every other day. And uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to get into this one and uh, share it with everybody. Fun fact, Jake. Fake news was was originated from... um... Hillary Clinton's campaign, because they were um, throwing stuff at uh, at Trump, and you know supposedly the Russian um, articles and all the weird stuff. So there's a lot of negative stuff on Hillary, you know the Haiti, the foundations. So they came out with the term, "Oh, that's fake news," and then they wanted to get everything looked at, and then the Trumpster took it and reversed it on everyone else, and now everyone knows him saying it to what CNN and and all those different things, but. Jake, yeah, I mean, the media at this point, I think if if you think they're too honest, I mean, you're in a small minority. I think the poll said 13% of the American public trust the media, which is pretty good that people don't trust it, but also kind of scary that we don't know what to believe. And it seems now people just cling to their little bubble safe space and, and take these articles and, and digest them and don't look past it yeah i agree 
And I think this whole Project Mockingbird kind of, or Operation Mockingbird kind of encapsulates it all. It's scary what it does implicate because they were said to uh, infiltrate cultural movements. So it's basically you got anti, they, they were in the anti-communist, the communist movements, and it's basically they were a controlled opposition. And so I think Today, you see a lot of different cultural movements, uh, for example, like Women's March, Black Lives Matter, all of them. And so they say that they're grassroots, but are they actually? And so I think that's one of the scarier implications of it all is that we say it a lot. It's the conquer and divide. And so and then you also look at Fox News and CNN, polar opposites. But you got the CIA infiltrating both sides of them. And it's this whole conquer and divide thing that they're scared to see us all together. <clears throat> yeah, I think the CIA started it, probably perfected it. But um, now it's, you know, the rich of the rich, whoever owns this stuff has their agenda. They're going to push it. I like what you said, um, divide and conquer, like Caesar did to the Gauls back in the day, took all the tribes made him not like each other so he could conquer them individually. But it is crazy. It is freaking crazy the amount of uh, di- di- divisive divisive stuff. For example, there could be a story that happens, and that story looks completely different, let's say, on CNN, and then completely different on Fox News. It's the same freaking story and totally different. It's like there's two different realities. And uh, big uh, Scott Adams coined the term two movies on one screen so we're all watching the same damn movie but we're seeing different things i mean it's crazy and i think it really goes into people's reality and um, how subjective reality is and if there even is a true reality or all our many realities the ones we live in our head kind of create the 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 reality that we're we are seeing and um i but i find it very you know fascinating how this Mockingbird um, and how powerful public opinion, your opinion can change off one article you read or a social media post you see. And it's scary to know that it's already been done and proven. People have infiltrated in there to push their, their agenda and just think, you know, how deep the rabbit hole goes. And I know you love deep rabbit holes, Jake. I do. I find myself down a different rabbit hole every day. But uh, I think you made a good point saying, like, how one article or one post can change your opinion on something. And so, for example, we have no idea all the things that they've put out there to make us buy into their agenda. For example, the war movement, going to war, um, choosing the president. Uh, Like you said, last presidential election, there is tons of fake news. And... uh, so I think that's a worrisome implication that are our opinions on stuff, on different things going on in the world, natural? Are they actually our opinions? Are they kind of planted in there and we're almost being brainwashed? Because that's what a lot of it is, is they find, I know over the last few years, media cycles have a key talking point each cycle. Like I remember hearing the word, this is damning information regarding Trump million times from a bunch of different networks and that's so that's a tool of brainwashing and so like i said it's scary to know if 
or not know if these opinions are actually ours or are they planted. Yeah, un- <clears throat> unreal points. And God, that is it's it's good. And I I think the only way to find out is to actually go out in the real world, do experiences, um, really do independent research. But like for example, when I was really big into digesting all this crap um, about politics and, and whatnot, you think the world is burning down at your feet, and if you just go outside, you never see any of it in the real world. And um, obviously, media needs the clicks when they gets gets them by the polarization and the the negativity. But <clears throat> I remember reading about uh, like Sweden being a hellhole and and uh, and and everything and the socialist countries in Denmark. And then I lived there, and then I didn't really see it. I saw other things, and I got my own kind of perspective. But I'm like, wow, you know, I read about things or I read books and watched shows about what's being portrayed over in Europe or or this and that. And then I didn't see it firsthand. And then that kind of really opened up my eyes. Like, you know, what, what am I being told? What am I being, being fed? And I think everyone really just got a nice taste of it with this coronavirus. They don't know what the hell to believe. And then they, people were saying, Oh, Italy's fine. And it's a joke and in this. And, And I'm telling them like, I'm here you know, I can see it and I don't, I don't think it is, but it's, it's just like, it's very scary how, how much our media and the content we watch really does control us. And I think, um, it's been proven many times and you read smart books and psych psychological books, but I think it's not good when people think they're immune to it. Cause then you get the people that are, let's say big Trump supporters and Every they hate liberals and everyone's got pink hair and and uh, the Democrats are just trying to have every baby aborted and it gets scary, right? And then you got um, on the on the left, like, oh my God, everyone's a school shooter and the guns are the worst thing in the world and and Trump is literally you know the Hitler and there's just there's so many bubbles that people just put themselves in and who's creating that bubble and and how can you escape it? I'll tell you what, a way you can escape it. Read Loser Think by Scott Adams. That's about, you know, your own bubble and trying to get out of your own perceptions. Kind of went on a rant there, Jake, but that, did that make some good points? Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, basically, what you're kind of getting at is that sensationalism sells. It drives clicks. And that's what the problem is, is that's a big part they're after is it's money. So when you sensationalize a story, you get clicks, you get views, you get eyeballs. And uh, so I just, I think the truth always lies somewhere in the middle. Um, and it's up to you to, you know, go out and start digging and find those truths. Um, and then I know, and some people may not believe that Operation Mockingbird is actually a thing, but it was um, it because, so for example, Rolling Stone wrote an article about it and that blew the lid off the cover. And so then the, uh, the Senate started investigating the FBI, the NSA, the CIA and uh, the IRS. And then they eventually brought him to court. And then those court documents just got declassified back in 2007. And they did mention Operation Mockingbird one time in them. It was about how two journalists were actually wiretapped for a few months. But just mentioning it one time doesn't necessarily confirm it, but it also doesn't say that it they stopped doing it then. So that's a, 
a bit worrisome that it's I still believe full heartedly that it's going on today. You see different things in the media that just kind of shows that it is. Yeah, it's a total clown show. Um, it's, it's not good. And that's why I think you got to go find independent news or something that doesn't really they're not paid by advertisers. Right. That's a big thing. And then maybe they get Patron or Patreon their own supporters support them and but you got to if you're going to get into this stuff and and get angry about stuff then try to get different viewpoints and it's usually you know in the middle between both but if you just stay on one side they got you around their little finger um if anyone wants to read a book about this stuff Ryan uh Holiday I think it was wrote a, a book called Trust Me I'm Lying and it was how he exploited the media for his own gain how he would make up totally fake stories put them in like a small blog then send that blog to like a, a medium tier website. And then they, they just quote the blog as the source. You know what I mean? And then, and then that medium tier website, he would take that article, send it to CNN, send it to Fox. And then they would just quote that, that, uh, that medium website. You know what I mean? So they're not doing any fact checking. They're not doing any of that crap. And he was blowing up these fake stories that would help his business or, or derail um, businesses around him. So you get short stocks it's a fascinating book. It's called Trust Me, I'm Lying. Well, I think that's a good point. Um, I, I should read that book. That sounds interesting. But you said that they're not fact-checking, and that's because they're whoever gets the story out quickest now wins. And that that's a problem. And that's why you see so many redactions now. And the problem, too, when they do redactions is they still leave up the story because it got so many retweets and favorites that it's just – it's it's money. It, that's all that it is, and it's for it's. They're just trying to win. They're not actually trying to get you the news. They don't. And that's my problem. It comes down to the point where do they care about us, or is it just the best interests of themselves? Yeah, the best part is they they throw it out there, and then a week later apologize for it, but that gets no attraction, and people they they moved on and totally forgot about it, but kept it in their back of their head. Oh my God, Bernie Sanders says that Venezuela is the country we should be, or or Trump literally said he's going to shoot someone in 5th, 6th Avenue, whoever the heck that is. So it, it's just, it's bad. I'm telling you, it's, it's so bad. And that's why I challenge you, the listener, whether you're scrolling social media, you're on Reddit, <clears throat> you're watching the, the mainstream media, just... Just don't take all this stuff for 100% truth. I mean, I, w I would take half of it, maybe. I mean, unless it's like a concrete thing, like the sky is blue, then maybe probably take that. But everything else is, is pretty much spun. And here's a great point. No, there's, there's this uh, theory. It's called, um, it's about when uh, like there's a scientist that uh, was on the, like a specialist in this one field. And uh, they started doing articles on his work or something in his field, right? And then he'd read the article and he'd be like, okay, that's that's uh, exaggerated. That's totally not true. That's flat out lying. Oh, that's kind of right. So he would see that and he'd be like, this is nowhere near my reality. I'm actually a professional in this field. This media person is kind of right, but kind of not. But then he would flip the page on his paper and read something about economics or politics. And he would be like, take it for face value 100%. When he just saw what happened in his own field. And- um, this relates back to anyone that's had stuff written written about them, let's say in paper or done like news on them or a piece. I'm not trying to like brag. I have. And when I've seen these, 
you look at them, you're like, okay, yeah, I guess that's right. But, you know, that's kind of exaggerated. That's, oh, they're probably trying to make this, pump this up more, right? Or that's not even true. That didn't happen that way. So you see it firsthand. But then let's say me, I go watch uh, uh, a news clip on something, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's 100% true. They uh, they definitely did this, and, and they're wrong. And, okay, next thing. It's it's pretty trippy. So I, I challenge everyone. Like, everything is spun not real. I'm telling you. Well, and to go off that point, even in academia, when they released their um, academia reports or whatever, there was this one group that wanted to see how many different articles of fake stuff that they could get into academia journals. And it was about something like how male dogs were humping female dogs, so therefore human beings are inherently misogynistic. It was along those lines. It's actually pretty funny what the studies they did. One was like, I sniffed a thousand dogs butts and then they came up with that but that actually got into the academia journals and so that just goes to show you have to take everything at as a grain of salt yeah that that's a great point i heard about that and um that that theory i was talking about and that's more correlated like uh i got it from scott adams again because he had so much stuff written about him, but then he'd talk about other celebrities where, you know, the craziest stuff gets said about celebrities. You see on TMZ and all this and that. So these people really know how the media works and really knows what kind of freaking game it is. But it seems like, you know, your everyday person, you just, you take this stuff, you know, for face value. And it kind of goes back to all our subconscious talks where you think you're not getting infected by what the hell you're reading. But I know firsthand say when you get down these rabbit holes or when you start going on forums and, and all that and it, it changes you and you think you it doesn't but you are what you freaking consume so if you think you can watch this news and, and not get mad when they tell you you know everyone's they're gonna raise the taxes the 90 percent they're gonna take your guns they're gonna do this and that you're gonna get pissed off even subconsciously and you just gotta be careful or don't even listen to it. And that's honestly the case I've gotten to. I read uh, How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World. And I got to the point where I'm just like, this isn't making me happy. This isn't making me productive. And just kind of, you know, toss it to the side. And my 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 hesitance on that is you don't want them to just kind of screw you and start taking all your rights away or, or do crazy stuff. And you want to leave a nice future for know your offspring and participate let's say in the political process by voting but at some point is this even healthy for you to sit and vegetate watching rachel maddow or um sean hannity at night (laughs) it's not i think you made a great point there and especially the fact that you brought up both maddow and hannity if you're a republican and think it's just the democrats doing it or vice versa then you're already bought into their system. It's both sides that are producing this propaganda. And I say propaganda because that's what it is. Even back, and I think it was Obama, passed the Smith-Mundant Modernization Act of 2012, which allowed the U.S. government to go into the media and release propaganda if it's in the best interest of the United States. And so that means it's foreign stuff, it's foreign policy, it's stuff on our own turf, it's everything. And so... Whenever you read an article or watch a news station, just know that there's an agenda at play and that they're trying to convince you to buy into what they're saying. So I think it's best to, 
you know, stay moderate, take both sides for a grain of salt. And like I said, the truth always lies somewhere in the middle, usually. And so just do your own research. Yeah, I think key point is don't get worked up. Just don't get worked up from unless you're going to do thousands of hours of research and go travel to Africa firsthand to see it, to understand it. But if you were having these solid fact, 100% opinions because you watched a segment on Fox News, then you need to just relax. But um, it's, uh, you know, let's let's say like that kind of act and like this uh, operation. Now, let's say it was done in the best interest of um, the American people. Right. Like what if there's uh, evidence of alien life and um, <clears throat> what do you think that would have on the public if that got let out or, you know, if th- they got to hide it from us because everything would go to hell and religions would rethink everything and and uh, or they need us to to go to war in the Middle East because they need to save the petrodollar to save world economies. But they're saying it's for terrorism. I mean. There's so much stuff here, and you hope to God that it's in the best interest of the citizens. But, I mean, obviously in the past 50, 40 years, it seems like the middle class is shrinking and the rich keep getting richer. And and maybe our interests aren't, you know, spending $6 trillion in the Middle East instead of, you know, taking care of our homeless or, or building our middle class again. So, I mean, the way it looks, it don't look like, you know, these people that control this stuff that make you think a certain way are in our best interest. I'd agree. I definitely agree. And I'm sure that there have been some stuff that they've hid from us that are in our best interest. But I think when you have something like Operation Mockingbird, and if you originally it's meant to be or do good for the country, you're going to have bad actors in there, you know, taking it a next step and then the longer it lasts the worse that it gets the more evil that it gets and so it's it is like you said it is tough to believe that it is in our best interest i mean you've seen now how much they've lied to us in just the past five years with that election the 2016 election and then now you got such big distrust in the media that half the country thinks the coronavirus is just the flu the other half thinks it's the apocalypse and so this what's going on today is a key reason why there needs to be trust in the media because if there's not it's kind of getting hectic and crazy out there people are buying up toilet paper but then the other half of the people are all at spring break partying on the beach in florida jake i think you made a good point about maybe it started off as a good idea but you know humans corrupt things and when joe blow gets told that he can make a million dollars to slant 20 stories a year for a company in the interest of, of uh, those rich people, whoever own it. He's probably going to do it unless he's got unreal morals. You know, you got so many thousands of people working in the government and, and they're humans. And that's why Americans really never have trusted the government. But um, I think here's some ways to develop your own truths and your own reality without letting it without gaining it from the news and and your social media feeds i think you read books you can you can get a nice detailed perspective from someone usually those books have to go through publishers and and have reviews on them um you can travel you can go try to see it yourself um experiences go experience more things talk with real humans that have expertise and 
and stuff in that field. But, you know, the days of, of getting informed through the media and traditional outlets and now even a lot of the Internet is astroturfed, is botted. There's agendas getting pushed. We saw with the election in 2016 came to light. It's been coming to, I mean, that's the scary part about this Internet. <clears throat> we think with this Internet, oh, my God, it's it's uncontrolled. We can finally get the truce out. And I think it has done a lot of a lot of good. But also, like, it's another weapon people can get used to get get attacked. And you don't know what the hell to believe on the Internet because anyone can throw anything out there. And, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy world. But I'm telling you, the best thing you can do for your mental health, for your own sanity is to take a freaking deep breath and realize that not everything's the end of the world and not everything's this and that. So take a deep breath. I think you said it best. Um, I think it's that we need to communicate with each other, talk with each other. Don't be so isolated. Don't isolate yourself into just confined by these talking heads on the TV or these blue check marks feeding information. Actually get out in the real world, travel, talk with others, do your own research. And I th- I think a big reason that whoever is behind this, the CIA, whoever I call them, they are doing this is to divide us. And I think they realize that if we all came together and we're all on the same page and we all had our best, our interests in ourselves first, that, you know, we could actually change the world. There's way more of us than there is of them, but they keep feeding us these news stories. They divide us. And then we're yelling at each other. And meanwhile, they're, way off making millions of dollars doing some corrupt stuff. So I think that you said it best. It's best that we come together and just communicate with one another. Yeah. I mean, why else would it be man versus woman, uh, Muslim versus Christian, black versus white, minority versus non. Um, now, now you gotta be LGBTQ two with a handicapped or you're not a real LGBTQ. I mean, there's so many different examples of them or whatever throwing each other against each other. So obviously they can stay in power, make more money. Who knows? But I mean, just look, just like kind of open your eyes and be like, damn, like I probably have more in common with a uh, dude on the train over here than I do with, you know, uh, uh, Chris Hayes or whoever the hell they are on the the talking heads tell me what to think and how this person is evil and that person's evil. I mean, it's like they're they're not living in the real world. Know what I mean, it's literally it's very sketchy. So stop hating people and hating things and getting angry over stuff that you you don't see firsthand or you, or you don't understand unless you've done a crap ton of research. Yeah, I uh, I think you said that best. Um you have way more in common with the dude that lives down the street from you or the girl that lives down the street from you, whether you're the same skin color, nationality, uh, gender, whatever, even the good life, they go home to a big house. Meanwhile, you're still working that nine to five every day, putting food on the table for your family, just like you're white, just like the Muslim person is doing for his family. And you have a lot more in common. And I think that they create these labels to pit us against each other and to try to separate us, but when we're actually all the same, it doesn't matter if it's different skin color, you like a different gender than the other person, you are a different gender. We just need to come together. And that's what I kind of hope, I've said it a few times with this coronavirus, that we do come together and realize that we are all in this together. 
Yeah, great point, Jake. Um, just it's that, that's perfect way to to wrap this up. I'm gonna say it again. Unless you're seeing it affect you in the real world, you see it with your two eyes or you feel it, and then you can trust it. But I'm telling you, the rest of it's probably in your head, and you're getting mad over something that's most likely fake, exaggerated, not real, or straight up lies. So I would challenge you to be happy and not get worked up over the media because like we talked about they're in there they infiltrated it and they're trying to take over your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions and and bring you to what they want so yeah yeah well i'd agree and uh thanks for uh getting on here with me and doing the first uh conspiracy episode hopefully uh we can do more of these in the future bring you guys some more information like this and uh so yeah yeah tell us if you like this because then we'll keep doing it message us be like wow that was so fascinating i learned so much and then like subscribe comment message email instagram facebook bold underscore perceptions bold perceptions itunes spotify and just talk to us we want to talk to you love one love bob marley